Hello, I'm Tracy Carlton Ward and this is Sweat, Grit and Hustle. This week's episode has been titled From Red to Green. It's quite an interesting thing in life. You know, red's always seen as danger and green's seen as healthy. But there's lots of other meanings for red to green. So in today's episode, I've got a little bit of a mini rant and then I've got a great tip for when you're not feeling a 10 out of 10 in your A game for getting on with creating or growing your business. So if you're sat down at home or in the office, sit back, have a cup of coffee as we go through this mini rant caffeine cast. So why did I entitle today's show as Red to Green? Well, it's partly due to two political parties. I'm going to let you guess which one's red and which one's green. But in the news last week, there was a little bit of a, a sort of thing by the Green Party that landlords should be doing certain things. They should be paying the money from windfall tax to cover the extra payments that are being created around the UK at the minute in relation to energy bills. Now, this isn't the first time that one particular industry has been picked on, if you like. A couple of months ago, it was the party with red as their colour symbol, suggesting the the extra 1.25% that's going to go on to national insurance, etc., to help with paying back all of the COVID bills, again, there was a suggestion that private landlords should be paying for that. Now, private landlording for many is just a sort of side hustle, if you like. People have bought a property to rent out and they're going to do that so that it builds a bit of a pension pot for later on in life. You know, they've then got an extra house they can sell, use the pension pot or keep renting and therefore they've got income coming in. So that's great. There are, however, a lot of different types of landlord in the UK. We've got the big corporate companies. So lots of pension companies invest in property and the pension companies um, become landlords. You've also got big conglomerates that buy property and their business becomes the landlord. We've got lots of overseas um, high net worth investors buying property in the UK, effectively parking money in a property and getting an income back from it. There's also a lot of what I call small business landlords, property investors. Now, I don't know what the figures are. Um, I've not researched it. It's a pretty hard one to discover. But when we look at the private landlord market, the landlords that are doing this as a business not as a sort of individual buying one or two properties for a pension or a bit of income, but as a business, they are building up a small portfolio so that their income comes from the rental of those properties instead of them working their life. Or in some cases, as we've heard from people like Claire, who's a teacher, who did one of our episodes a few weeks ago, part of her reason for going into property is she loves teaching But at the end of the day, that job is not going to leave a legacy for her family, nor is it going to provide a, you know, a decent income when she eventually retires. So lots of reasons that people create a small business around renting property in the UK. Those small business owners 
don't necessarily earn millions of pound guys yes i get it there are some bigger players out there earning 20 30 40 50000 pounds a month that's the case in any industry you know we've got small sandwich shops and we've got subways we've got small coffee shops and we've got costa and starbucks so in any industry there are going to be small businesses and there are going to be big multinational corporations in that industry and that's the same with property so when it comes to your private landlords they are not all earning a fortune property is not necessarily the big rich earner that a lot of people think it is takes a lot of hard work and if all you've got is four or five buy to lets you probably are earning 800 to 1200 pound a month that's actually less than what the average wage in the UK would be. So effectively, they've created a small business instead of doing a nine to five job. That's what a lot of small business owners do. So the rant on this side is because we've already had the red party shouting that private landlords should be paying towards this extra 1.25%. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Like any business, they are already going to be paying because if they're a formal business, they are going to be paying the extra 1.25% either through their own income tax uh, as a partnership or a sole trader. They will get taxed just as they would if money came in for a job. If they're a limited company, they're going to be paying the 1.25% extra on any dividends they take out. So even if part of their income's coming in salary on a small basis because they're in a company and the bigger amount is coming out in dividends, guess what? The government's already thought of that. They're going to charge every company as you take dividends out, you're going to pay an extra 1.25%. So everybody in this country that is earning money and paying tax um, is going to be paying towards that 1.25%. So it's already been catered for. So why the Red Party said private landlords should be paying more, that seems to me a little bit bizarre because the small coffee shops aren't being collected on the small hairdressers aren't being collected on there aren't other industries that are saying oh these small businesses should be paying this these private landlords should be paying this you know coffee shops should be paying this retail sellers should be paying this they're literally picking on one industry and that's where my mini rank comes from then last week we had the green party suggesting that private landlords should pay from a windfall tax for the extra 300 and odd pounds that they're estimating people are going to be paying in the higher price for gas and electric at the minute. Again, there is nothing wrong with people who are earning more money contribute more. I get that that is one of the government-based principles in certain places. Um, So, you know, it's like there is nothing wrong with shouting out that certain businesses who are earning extra money should pay a windfall tax to contribute this. I get where that's coming from. What I don't get is why the frig are they picking on one industry, that being private landlords. So let me put this into context for you. If you think about you and your home and your life, there are four basic needs in life. Yeah, I get it. Some of you think there are only three, but I think there's four. That is a roof over your head, uh, utilities and heating to keep you warm, food in your tummy, 
And it also helps our mental state if we're somehow in a position of growth. So we're growing and we're developing as human beings. Business is no different. When you've got a small business, there are st- there are four basic needs for the business. So when you decide on an idea to start the business, your roof over your head is your idea. What are you going to sell to people? What are you going to provide in order to get money to come back in? So that's literally what are you going to live on as this business? Well, the business is going to live on the fact it's going to shelter from the fact it's offering product and service to the marketplace. That business is also going to need fuel. Just like in the house, we need heating. We're going to need fuel in a business. And that fuel is often the business owner's motivation, their purpose, their mission. What is it that is going to be used as the energy to get them taking that idea and creating a business from it? And then we need to feed. And the feeding in a business sense is having revenue and income to pay the people that are working for you and to pay the business owners. And then the fourth one is no different to life. If a business is growing, it is actually increasing its revenue, it's increasing its mental stay and it's taking itself to the next level. So there's a lot of synergies between the basic needs of life and the basic needs for a business to actually be successful. Um, so let me let me give you some little context as to why I think selecting one industry alone seems to me a little bit unfair. And yeah, I get it, guys. They always say, don't talk about politics, don't work with children and animals. But you know what? This is going political. And I don't care because I think all this spouting by the red and the green party, um, you know, Whichever way you are inclined to be, for me, in my opinion, picking on one industry, especially the smaller business owners in that industry, I just think it's bonkers. So let's go back to those basic needs. So you want a roof over your head. So if we look at companies that help people get a roof over their head, yes, we've got the private landlords, we've got the councils, but there's also one company who, and I'm not going to name name, I'm not going to name companies, guys, because that could get me in a whole load of deep shit water, and I ain't going there. But there is one company who effectively creates um, adverts on a platform um, for people to go and search to see what houses are there for renting. There is more than one, but I've researched the profits from one of them. So one of those companies that a lot of the country use to go on the internet and type in, I want to rent somewhere in Barmouth or Falkirk or wherever you're going. Their last recorded profits were 205.7 million. Now I get it. That is down from the previous year. The previous year, they were 289 million. But there's a big player in the space of providing roofs over people's head. Then we look at the heating. Now, this is a brilliant one. I love this one because if you think about it, the green parties, and I'm talking to the colour. Yeah, but for that party, their name is their colour. Um, we're talk- They're talking about this provision of extra money to help with the increase in energy bills. So I went and looked at the profits from three different players in the energy space. So one of the well-known UK companies, um, they only did 
80 million of profit in the last recorded financial data. Only. I say only because 10 years ago they were doing 742 million. They've still done 80 million. And this is profit. This is, this is you know, before tax, but after they've paid for all their costs. Then we have a player that is an energy company that that instead of having sort of, you know, a load of employees, they use a sort of network marketing, multi-level marketing principle to roll their, their, their company out to the market. They were up 8%. So on their last recorded profits, they went up 8% in profit to 60.8 million. And these are energy companies, guys. Then we have a, another big player, doing quite well at the moment on the market because uh, some players have gone out of the market this year their last recorded profits before tax were 146 million so putting this into context there's there's this desire to pick on the private landlord space this is one industry and in, within that bucket of private landlords you have got big companies and you've got small business owners some of the small business owners who've maybe got two or three properties in their portfolio, four or five, they're probably before tax are getting 800, 1200, 1500 pounds a month. So we're talking less than 20 grand a year compared to three energy companies whose profits range from 60 million to 146 million. So where's the windfall tax for the rest of the industry in this little equation? Then I'm going to move to food and goods. So let, let's look at food first. So two big players. Um, one of them, and these are these are well-known high street food shops. One of them was, um, you know, their profits went down. Um, they, they've gone down. They're one, 1.866 million. They've got revenues of 53 billion. The other player hasn't done so great. They've lost 261 million. But let's face it, a business that has lost money is not going to have had a windfall tax because they didn't make a profit in the first place. And there's nothing wrong with tax. If you're paying tax, you're actually earning money. So then I look at a well-known coffee shop because these days, you know, the coffee could be considered part of the food bucket, maybe. Um, a well-known UK coffee shop, profits of 105 million pounds. Then we look at where people buy their goods from. So these days, there's a major player for buying goods, $10.1 million profit. And then we've got how they find those products. Well, the internet, a major player on helping you find products on the internet, you know, go and compare your energy market, do your food shopping, go and find your house. The play, there's a player out there that many of us go through, their profits last recorded $34.34 billion. Now, I'm not saying any of these profits are wrong, guys. I think it's great. That's what business is all about. If you're providing something that people love, you're going to make you're going to make more money than somebody else that's providing something they don't. The point I'm making is this, and this is what my mini rant boils down to, and probably why I went from red to green as well, uh, anger to nearly throwing up when I heard this news. There are various levels of size of business in any market to suddenly suggest that the whole of the private landlord sector is all making shed loads of freaking money 
and therefore should be having a windfall tax or paying the 1.25% extra that people are going to have to pay. How do you, why, why is beyond me? Why would you just single out one little part, private landlords, private landlords, you know, yes, there's a big range, there's big companies, there's small businesses, but you cannot suggest that the whole of that industry is responsible for paying for what's going on in the world. They're not, all right? And there's lots of landlords out there doing things that are eco-friendly, passive housing, air pumps these days. So we're all, you know, many of us in this country, whether we're in property, whether we're in coffee shops, hairdressers, decorating houses, whatever the industry they're in or whatever they do in life, there are many of this world now waking up the fact that this planet has to survive not just us that are here now but the future generations to come so we can all do our bit when it comes to looking after the world but yeah I still don't get why people would just pick on one particular industry so there you go mini rant over but I thought it was also really interesting looking at the world of business you know there is a a fair range just knock the mic there sorry folks there's a fair range of different levels of business in this world and um, to finish today's little session, this little caffeine cast, um, I wanted to move on to something else that's red and green to uh, as a little tip, a little technique to help you when sometimes you can be feeling a little frustrated, a little angry, a little worried, a little anxious in your business or your life, because this little technique works for business and life. Um, but yeah, the day I read the second little attack by a political party suggesting that private landlords you know, are the devil incarnate and should be providing for all the problems of the, of the earth. I know it wasn't quite that bad. I exaggerate a bit, you know, but you get my drift, don't you? Um, yeah, I did see red. I saw red. I was like, it raised my ackles only a little bit. I didn't go out and hurt anybody, but it did raise my ackles a little bit and led me to doing this particular topic this week. Um, So when you are in your business or in your life and you're having a down day, you know, the duvet day, you don't want to get out of it. You want to stay under the covers and watch a well-known brand of streaming videos and go through three series in one go. We've all been there, guys. We've all had the pity party for one. But here's a little technique that might help you. And it is based on going from red to green. So when we're feeling all all brilliant, everything's going really well and we're 10 out of 10 in terms of how great we are playing our A game, we're often in a space of joy, love, gratitude, happiness, all the things that make us happy. And they're what we call green words. They're the words that give you fuel to really get you going, really get you going off and creating some brilliant things. But those days when we're feeling like staying under the duvet, that's when we start to have words like sadness, anxiety, worry, frustration. They're all red words. So here's the little technique you can do. Take two A4 sheets of paper, get a red pen and a green pen. On one sheet of paper, in red writing, write all the words that make you feel well below in your A game. They make you feel like staying under the duvet. They make you feel a little bit, 
grumpy, a little bit like you're having a bad day, or they just, you know, they make you feel what I call a low vibrational energy. They make you feel low. So you write all those words that that fit for you on the sheet of paper in red pen. Then on your second sheet of paper in green pen, write all the words that feed your fire. They fuel you. They make you happy. They give you a wonderful feeling of I can do anything and you are 10 out of 10 on your A game. So write all those words down like joy, love, gratitude, smiling, laughing, dancing, singing, all the words that give you that feeling of I could absolutely do anything. I am invincible. So you write those and now you've got two sheets of paper, red red words that are all the low stuff, making you feel like you want to stay under the duvet and crawl under a rock and never come out again. And the green word sheet with all those I'm invincible. And the next time you are feeling like you are not 10 out of 10 on your A game for performance, just have a look and say, well, where am I? If you imagine putting the red word sheet to your left, and it's a great idea to pin it to the wall in front of your desk, probably not if you work in an office, you're going to get wonderful questions about what the frig are you doing and all this woo-woo stuff. So on the left, whether it's on the wall or on the desk to the left of you, you have your red word sheet. On the wall or to the desk in front of you, but to the right, you have your green word sheet. So the next time you are not feeling 10 out of 10 on a performance level, just ask yourself, where am I on a scale between the red and the green? Am I sat in the middle at zero? Am I actually at an eight? I'm nearly at the green, but I'm just not quite there. So you're at an eight and that's going towards the right hand side to your green sheet. Or are you actually feeling like a minus 10 and it's like the world is nine, it's going to all end tomorrow. And um, so you're at like a minus 10. So zero in the middle, minus 10 to the reds, plus 10 to the greens. Just work out where you are on that scale. And then with a deep breath, look at those red words just to see which ones might be giving you the grief. And then physically, turn your head to focus on the green words and keep focusing on the green words, looking at all the words you've got in green, the joy, the smiling, the happiness, the laughing, the dancing. And remember when you last experienced each of those things. Remember an actual event that made you smile. Remember an event that made you laugh. Remember something that happened that gave you joy. Because bizarrely enough, when you do that and you keep focusing on that green, your inside will start to smile before you do. And then before you know it, you will be smiling too. So that literally helps you physically get out of the red, pick yourself up and move to the green and actually give yourself more fuel-based material to move you closer to that 10 out of 10 in terms of where you are in your A game. So give it a go. You might be surprised how well it works for you. Um, And remember that just like in life, we need heating to survive. We need fuel for our business as well. 
and that little trick can actually help refuel your passion your your fire your creativeness to go out there and get on and do something that's going to lead to the food in business that being the income and revenue so I trust you enjoyed that little bit of a rant do do give me some comments get in touch with me let me know do you think I'm just bonkers that's okay too I get that some people won't have the same opinions of me. That's what makes the the wonderful tapestry of life so great. We all have different opinions. But pop in. Let me know if you try the red to green on the word technique. Let me know if it worked for you. And let me know what you think to certain parties choosing to pick on one industry to solve the problems currently facing the UK. Have a fantastic week. I will see you on the flip side. To keep up with what we're doing and what's coming on Sweat, Grit and Hustle, do visit us at www.sweatgrithustle.com.